TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, is sort of a carryover from yesterday's show. If you haven't seen it, you can go to my podcast, go to Lifestyles Unlimited's uh, website, and then hit radio, listen, or radio, and then the podcast will come up, and yesterday's podcast will be dated there. Uh, But yesterday, what I covered was, and let me just go back to the bigger picture here first. What I've been looking at this week was I'm out shopping, Christmas shopping. Um, everything's fabulous. I'm back walking again. Got my cast off. I'm working out again. And I'm just reveling in life again. It just seems great. And as I'm doing that and I'm moving around, I'm thinking to myself, what is it? Why is it that that this level of exuberance, this level of success is not commonplace or more commonplace uh, might be the better way to say it. Um, and I just really don't understand. So I started looking into it and, you know, as always, people stimulate me with questions and stuff and I see stuff go on. But, you know, yesterday it started me thinking about what is it that keeps people from being successful? I mean, it, success is n- n- amazingly easy. I hate to say that, you know, well, it's not, it's, you know, why is it? It's not something for nothing. Don't get me wrong. Success is not something for nothing, but it is amazingly easy to be successful financially, physically, uh, emotionally might be more difficult, you know, because I haven't had as many super positive growth moments in that as I have in uh, the other because I haven't focused on that as much, although as I get older, I'm focusing on it more. Uh, and once I did start focusing on it, by the way, it does get much easier. It's amazing the results and the quickness the results come and the length of the results you can get. Uh, what doesn't happen in any one of the three, which is physical, financial, or emotional uh, growth, is an overnight effect. There's no such thing as something for nothing. It doesn't just boom, poof, it changes. In fact, what happens is you work hard to change, to change, to change, and you do a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and then boom, you fall back. I have it happen to me all the time. I see myself on a diet, 
And I'm trying to get back on a diet now that I can actually work out and move again. And so you get back on diet. And diet means, by the way, not starvation. It means following a certain eating process that is a part of your life. So I don't like the word diet per se, but it is, look at the definition, what you eat is your diet. And so you get back on your normal healthy diet again, and you start back with your normal healthy exercises. Uh, you're not in the mode of you're trying to be Superman. You're not trying to kill it. You're just trying to exercise, knowing that movement leads to life. And you start feeling better. And what's interesting is that you start feeling better and as you feel better, you want to do more. And so you naturally do more. And then your body adapts. And that more doesn't even seem like more. It seems easy, so you want to do even more. And this process of adaption is what changes people. This is the process that as you move along, the same amount of effort doesn't move the ball any further. In other words, hey, I went on this great diet, and I lost my first 10 pounds. Well, that great diet might not continue to lose weight for you because your metabolism has improved. Uh, your body's ability to do exercises improves so much that the amount of calories you burn to do the same activity is much less because your body's way more efficient now. Uh, your body has thermogenically become accustomed to this diet, whereas before it's like, what is this? It's just, I can't understand it, and it just starts throwing body weight off, trying to figure out what to do. Its ability to digest calories and assimilate them uh, may be very poor when you're overweight, fat, and out of shape, but as you become less overweight, out of shape, and fit, your body's ability to assimilate calories goes down quite a bit, and uh, it becomes much easier for you to assimilate those calories, right? And so what I'm getting to is the same amount of effort doesn't create the same amount of results. And at that point, people get frustrated. Hey, I've been on a diet for one week or two weeks, and it doesn't seem to be working anymore. I'm not losing any more weight. Well, because you have to change some of the factors that are employed. And that is the same thing that is true when you're out there trying to change your financial situation. You go like, man, I'm broke. Now I have a job. Wow, look at the improvement in my financial situation. But that's not enough. So now you want to get beyond that. You have to change. You have to tighten your belt a little bit and start saving some money. And you start saving some money. Now you've got something to invest. And... Now, all of a sudden, savings doesn't seem to be getting you there fast enough. You're watching people go out and making millions of dollars. You're going, that's not even what I'm doing. So you try investing. Well, now you don't know how to invest. And it's the same thing like when you start to up your exercise program. You can overtrain your body to where you actually have a detriment and go backwards. Well, you can overtrain your investments and actually get to the point where you are doing too much with your money uh, because you want it to do too much for you, and then, boom, you lose it all. Your risk-reward ratio gets very, very far out of whack. When this happens, it's very important for you to understand that you have to change something again. And so as we look at people, what I see is that whatever the accumulation of their level of success, whether it be in their fitness, their finance, or their emotional fitness, it ends the second they decide that they're not going to compromise more and move further and do more to continue to grow because growth will not occur linearly with the same effort. You have to change something. Now, you can eat the same diet and stay the same, and most of people finally settle in on some kind of a diet, whether it's a 2,000-calorie diet, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000-calorie diet. 
And I'm not here to just go off on diet today. That's not really what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is people have the same kind of financial situation. I'm a $10,000 in the bank kind of guy. I'm a $50,000 in the bank kind of guy. I'm a $100,000 in the bank kind of guy. And wherever they hit that limit, there is that level. When they hit it, they go, boom, I don't need any more. And what happens? Then you start leaking money out of that fund. You come to Christmas and you go, man, we got 50 grand in the bank right now. That's more than we've ever had. I guess we need to celebrate. I guess it's okay to celebrate. We won't save anything this month. We'll spend everything we make on Christmas. And oh, when we started out spending what we made, we ended up spending more. So we ate into our savings or we built up some debt. And then you wonder why you're not where the people at Lifestyles are at, the people like us that have massive amounts of money is because we didn't do that. Back when I had $50,000 in the bank, I didn't think that was the end-all, be-all of the world. I thought it was great to have. I felt good about it. But I felt like Christmas still had to be within whatever I made that month. And when I made 100000 I still felt that way. And now that I make millions a year, I still feel like Christmas can't be any more than what you make that month. You know, you pay all your bills for that month and whatever's left over. Instead of saving this month, maybe we spend but typically I still save even during December. And say, so, well, that's because you have so much, but, but, but wait, which comes first, chicken or the egg? The, the skill of doing that back when I didn't have lots so that I could accumulate more and continuing that process and growing that and saying, okay, I used to save $10 a week, then $100 a week, then $1,000 a week, and then $10,000 a week, right? So... In a month's period of time, if you make two or three or four hundred thousand dollars a month, the question is, how much do you save? Well, it's irrelevant to you, but probably almost all of it. Because the cost of living, like a grand lifestyle, is like ten grand a month. And so all the rest of it gets saved. You say, but but I only make ten grand a month. Well, then you've got to live below ten grand a month. You have to diet your personal spending. You have to put it on a diet. You have to put it on a restricted caloric financial financial caloric discount. Otherwise, you're not going to build your wealth. Then you have to exercise, but your exercise is very simple. It's get up the go to the refrigerator, get a beer, sit down and watch TV. That's your physical exercise with your finances. And no, it's not dealt with some what is it? I put mine in my 401k. So let me figure out the physical and intellectual capacity necessary to let them take money out of your out of your paycheck and put it in your 401k. Hmm. Zero time invested each month. I guess that answers your question. Zero results from each month. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. You've heard about people owning or investing in apartments and replacing their income, living the lifestyle they want. Wonder how they did it? Now you can come see for yourself. Go to MultifamilyMastersTour.com. Join Del Wamsley, America's most successful investor educator, Friday, February 28th, for the largest apartment bus tour of its kind. Ride and learn how to close the gap on your retirement with apartments. What a profitable property looks like in person and on paper. Learn which path is right for you. Lead, passive, or independent owner. Take part in an open Q&A. Seating is limited. Go to MultifamilyMastersTour.com. What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow, for the next couple of days, for a week, a couple of months, a year? 
How long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to GetMyMapNow.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's GetMyMapNow.com. Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Wealth and Passive Income Expo, February 27th, 28th, and 29th. Learn how to retire in five years or less. Military, veterans, National Guard, reservists, and first responders attend for free. Thank you for your service. The promo code is USA. Bring ID. Learn from thousands of investors and expert wealth educators. Pick from topics like single-family rentals, buying apartment communities, becoming a passive investor, raising capital, retirement, asset protection, tax-free income, 1031 exchange, and finding, fixing, and funding your investments and more. WealthAndPassiveIncomeExpo.com. Promo code EXPOUSA. Bring ID. Meet national radio host, multimillionaire real estate investor, and mentor to the top award-winning investors in the country. Del Wamsley. WealthAndPassiveIncomeExpo.com. Free for our military and first responders. Open to everybody. Details at WealthAndPassiveIncomeExpo.com. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device, credit, service, ported, 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today I'm uh, following up on a uh, conversation we had yesterday, which is what is it that holds people down? And yesterday's conversation was about your internal and personal problems. Uh, we went through an article that talked about characteristical flaws uh, that people have that allow them or not allow them. They force them to be failures in life. Um, today, we're taking a broader view of it. And I brought up another article here. Let's uh, see what this one's called. Causes of Poverty, list of main reasons discussed below. Uh, and then it comes out with the 10 causes of poverty. This is an international outlook of poverty. This is a big picture view of poverty. And um, I just wanted to cover it a little bit because the arguments within it, why poverty exists, right? Uh, to me, whether they can make logical arguments for these arguments or not, are irrelevant for this basis. I can show you how to fix all of them, right? The only thing I can't show you how to fix, which I run into all the time now, and if anybody knows how to fix this, please let me know, is apathy. 
people who have apathy that don't care about anything, and by the way, that's my daughter, my other daughter, my son, if you ask them what is their goals in life, and it's basically just to keep doing what they're doing to get by and see what comes to them in life. Now, some of our kids think they have plans. One of them has no plans at all. One of them has plans that actually can take them almost nowhere. And the other one has plans that are going to lead right to middle class and has led to middle class mediocrity and the life of quiet desperation. You say, well, don't that strange that your three kids would all end up that way? Say, yeah, you would think that's strange. But we don't know what creates the stimulus. I would say that maybe the stimulus for me to be successful, both physically, financially, emotionally, uh, sexually, has been the pain of being a little fat kid with Coke bottle glasses that nobody liked. Maybe, maybe that's a driving force that I had that really stimulated the things in me that drove me to be successful. And once I became successful, I could calm all that stuff down, put it in the closet and go, you know, I know it's in there if I need it. I can go back and get it. But it's not the clothes I wear anymore. So now I'm looking at it from a completely different point of view. The problem about looking at it from a completely different point of view is I can't look at it from your point of view because I have no idea how you can be happy where you're at. I know that sounds ridiculously mean, but it just... I don't get it. People are not happy. You can see it in the road rage as they drive around. You can see it in the malls as they shop. You can see it in their eyes. You can see it when you go to restaurants and you see people let their little kids run around and scream and yell and, and do stupid stuff. And they just, they're so nauseated to life that they don't even hear their own kids screaming and yelling and bothering other people. These are annoying realities of our life. There are massive massive percentages of people in our country, which is the greatest country in the world, that have absolutely no realistic expectations of becoming successful at all. They have no expectation of it. And if you don't have an expectation of it, you go back to Napoleon Hill's concept, think and grow rich, whatever the mind of man can conceive and can believe it can achieve. Well, they don't conceive wealth or security or success in a relationship. Um, they conceive getting pregnant at 17, 16, 17, 18 years of age, being married by 20 or not being married ever and father leaving and them supporting the child by themselves and the fathers having three or four different you know, wives with three or four different kids, they have these expectations that are just so benign. Uh, it, you know, it's like, my gosh, they're not going anywhere. There's nothing about what they think's important, is important in life. So they make up stuff. They make up all kinds of affiliations with groups, uh, with religions, and I'm not putting religions or groups down. People need groups. We are a group. But they affiliate with other people that commiserate their own pain, poverty, and lack of success. And so when you hang with those people, that's what you're going to end up getting. So back to where I'm going here. Where I'm going is this article talks about 10 things that create poverty. I'm going to go down the list, and I'm going to give you my insight into some of these as to why they really make no sense at all and why they're not really the, the, the problem to poverty. Number one is lack of education. 
All right. Forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, you always hear that the secret to people becoming successful is correlated to their education. I remember when I was a kid, they had these um, charts where if you went to great, if you could graduate from high school, you would make, you know, $30,000 a year. If you didn't graduate from high school, your average would be 25000 a year. If you got one year of college, you'd make 40000 a year. If you made two years of college, you'd make forty-five. If you made three years, you'd make fifty. If you made, you know, all four years, you'd make 60000 a year. Uh, if you could go to uh, graduate school, you could make 70000 a year. And if you went and got a doctoral, you could make hundred grand a year plus. Now, remember, put those back in 30-year-ago, 40-year-ago numbers. Uh, for those numbers to make much sense to you in today's numbers those numbers would be much higher But you understand the point and there used to used to be a direct corollary between educational formal education and success Today that formal connection might still be there. We could look those numbers up. I've heard that they the corollary is not as tight and The proof is there are just hundreds of thousands of people that have college educations. who can't get a job or don't want to work because the job, the education they have doesn't get them into a good job, right? I mean, you can have a doctoral in human uh, emotional services or whatever. Yeah, I mean, just I'm making up something stupid that's a liberal arts type degree. And you can have some type of a doctoral liberal arts degree and not get a job. I mean, that's just the way it is. It's just... It, it's just an, a crazy, crazy concept, right? That there's no no use for those degrees and what I want to say is that the real problem is not lack of education so to speak the real problem is lack of the right type of education so our whole country is obese and out of shape and sick lack of energy miserable what is that that's education on uh, um, nutritional and physical education, right? That's gone. Doesn't exist anymore. All right, number two, let's talk about money. There's no financial education in our schools at all. Our kids can't balance a checkbook when they get out of high school. That's insane. They don't even know what accounting is. I took accounting in high school. Are you kidding me? I had three years of accounting. By the time I got out, I could have got a job as an accountant. I wouldn't have been a CPA, but I could have been an accountant. I could have been a bookkeeper. I got that in high school, right? But these kids are getting nothing in financial education. Investment education, they're getting even less, zero. So how do you ever make any money? They won't ever be able to do it. We'll be right back with the Del Walmsley Radio Show. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today, we're discussing um, overall international, personalized poverty and failure. Uh, yesterday, we looked at it in a more personal sense. Today, we're looking at it as a more overall sense. And we're talking about the 10 reasons that the world believes that people are impoverished. The first was lack of information, lack of education. And I made the point that, hey, most people have, mass, act, have massive availability to education. Now, you, I'm not talking about third world countries. I'm talking about here in America, you, you and I, 
right? I got more power on my phone, Google, than I had when I was in high school and or college. I can find out more about a topic right now in a quicker amount of time than I could when I was a college student. Going to school only teaches you one thing, that you need to understand how to locate knowledge, specific knowledge for what you need to be able to get done what you need to get done. Most people have never learned that. They get out of college having stuff shoved down their mouth, down their throat, thinking, hey, I got to read this book. I got to study this topic. I don't like either topic. Nowhere along the line did they learn how to learn. And that's the big problem. Once you learn how to learn, and that was the first thing I did, I got a book. Uh, I was 200 pounds in fourth grade. I got a book. It was a guy who was five, 400 pounds. His name was Bruce Randall, 400 pounds, went on a diet, got down to 221, Mr. Universe. Uh, basic diet, basic exercise program. I did it in my basement with some plastic barbells and dumbbells that I found in the trash can somebody else threw away. I put them in my basement, cost me nothing. I lived on tuna fish and green beans for a summer and I lost all my fat and I was the best, most athletic kid in the school by the next year. And within two years, I was the strongest kid in the state and won national championships for Olympic lifting, powerlifting, and so forth. So the bottom line is all that happened because I read a book, but what I really got from the book was that if somebody else knows how to do something and can prove that they did it and was willing to share the pathway as how they did it, then all you have to do is follow that. You don't have to go out and reinvent it or relearn it even. Just follow it. And so I followed that, and it worked. And then I followed somebody else's idea about doing single-family houses, and that worked. And I followed somebody else's idea about doing multifamily, and that worked. Whenever I thought I needed to go someplace new and someplace larger, I went out and found somebody who could give it to me. I remember when we wanted to learn how to do marketing and national marketing, I said, we need some people that know something about this stuff. All we know how to do is both physical fitness, because most of my crew you know, uh, had been in physical fitness before we brought them online and retired them and then made them real estate investors. And then you know, real estate investing. So we knew about making money, we knew about becoming fit, but we really didn't know about marketing and advertising and so forth. So what did I do? They brought me two or three different people. There was one person who was an expert at marketing, another person who was an expert at uh, radio and TV and advertising. And they said, which one do you want? I said, I don't know either topics. I want them both, so I hired both people. What did it do? Took lifestyles from being a localized business to a national business. We call it international now because we have members from all over the world. But we are we have businesses everywhere. And we have people all over the lower 50 states. Actually, 49 states. So it, it's, it's an interesting concept that if you can learn how to learn, then anything you need in life from that point further, you can go find out if you're just willing to go find out. Now, you have to also learn what is a scam? What is a sales pitch? What is BS? And you have to learn how to investigate. That's the other thing college should have taught you. It should have taught you how to investigate ideas to find out if they're real or not. That's another one of the secrets that's necessary. So we went into the personal traits yesterday. Some people believe nothing and some people believe everything. The people that believe nothing go nowhere because they do nothing. The people that believe everything go somewhere and then lose it all because they don't see the problems that are in front of them. So on a global thing, though, as far as all of us, no matter what our personality is within that, we need those two things. We need to know how to find the information we need. Number two, we need to figure out what stuff is real and what's not. The second thing they have down here, number two, is lack of resources. Now, I have no idea what lack of resources means. I have no idea. What is lack of resources? I mean, 
as a kid, I went out and got myself a uh, paper drive. Uh, before I even had a paper drive, I couldn't work. I went out and took trash out of trash cans, put it in my little wagon. By the way, I got my wagon out of a trash can, fixed it, put my trash and pick up in the trash can, bring it back to my house and have a yard sale or a garage sale each week and sell the stuff. I was making money. I was a little entrepreneur before I was even big enough. I don't think I was even five, six years, seven years old when I was doing that. I don't know the age, but then I got into magic and I started doing magic shows and charging people to come to the magic shows. Uh, so there's a little bit of an entertainer in me there somewhere early in my age, right? Um, I needed money to build a gym so we all could uh, train correctly once I got into physical, physical fitness and bodybuilding. Well, actually, it was powerlifting, Olympic lifting. So what I did was I went to the malls and put on strength feats, feats of strength in a mall. Can you get this in the middle of a public mall? We pulled out all of our weightlifting equipment, did feats of strength for tips, uh, donations towards building the gym that we needed uh, for people to train. So, I mean, there's always money. There's money everywhere. Everywhere around you is money. More money than money knows what to do with. Now that I got massive amounts of money, I'd love to have something exciting and profitable to put my money in. It's just, it's amazing how hard it is to find exciting and profitable things to put your money into, right? That's why that Shark Tank is so popular. That's why uh, the profit is so popular. These people are out there, they're looking for something to do with their money, right? So your problem is you just don't know how to go get money. You don't know how to attract money. That's your real problem. It's not that there's not money. It's you don't know how to attract it. You don't know how to use money. So again, when you don't know those things, you don't think there's resources. Secondly, people and knowledge. There's people all around you that have knowledge. And you can get them to get on board with you. But you've got to know how to entice people. You have to know how to give them part of the credit. You have to understand how to motivate people to follow you as the Pied Piper to go produce something in life. Or you need to get behind a Pied Piper and follow that Pied Piper in life to get somewhere in life. But you have to understand you have to have people to have resources. So the people right? And the money, both will come to you. And there's plenty of it out there. We raise hundreds of millions of dollars a year that are used for our members to buy investment properties. I don't. That's the company Lifestyles, the training program doesn't buy investment properties. You guys buy investment properties. And where do you get the money from? You get the money from you and other people. All these other people that are involved in the same thing you're doing are interested in getting involved. There's massive amounts of resources out there. They're just are not tapped. They're not tapped because you won't follow the rules. And when you don't follow the rules, intelligent people won't give you their money, right? Uh, or you're a crook, or you're a liar, or you're a thief, or you're a do-it-yourself, or you know those people that unless they do it themselves, they're not happy, right? So lack of resources is not a real limitation in any way, shape, or form. Uh, it's just believed to be. I remember I bought a rent house one time by putting the down payment on credit cards, and I'm going to blow your mind right now. To prove it could be done, I bought a million-and-a-half-dollar apartment complex, 68 units, I bought it by putting $327,000 down, and I put every penny of that on credit cards. I know you don't believe it. I did it. I can prove it. The reality is I did it not because I needed to put the money on the credit cards. I had access to other ways of getting money, cashing out money out of my rental houses or whatever I needed to do, going getting more investment and funds from other people. 
I just did it to prove it could be done. And the banker that gave me the money, Wells Fargo banker, laughed at me. And then months after he saw what I did where I made a million dollars with no money out of my own pocket and did it with credit cards, he then said to me, Dell, it's amazing. You know more about how to deal with money than any person I've ever met. Here's what I want to do. You own 11 companies. I'm going to give you a million-dollar line of credit on each one of them at prime minus one point. And I'm going to give you a personal line of credit of a million dollars. So here's $12 million you can use of our money at prime minus one point anytime you want to use it. Just call on it. Wow. No more need to worry about money. Money's there. It's just can you use it? Do you use it? Some people might even understand how to use it that won't do it but it's like a muscle the more you use it the bigger it gets the more you use business finance the more is available to you the more you use other people's skills and ideologies and and knowledge the more of that becomes available to you it's a muscle you flex it you train it you challenge it you feed it, and it grows. And as it grows, you grow personally because you're learning things you never had any idea of. You put your foot, one foot outside of your circle of influence. You had no idea what you're doing out there. But the second you survive that, your circle of influence has just grown. It grew to whatever size exponentially that is. Remember, if you're inside of a circle of influence and you step outside, that new circle is all the way around. That's a lot more space in your life. We'll take a short break. Be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Dell says the things you just can't say to your friends, boss, kids, financial planner, spouse, even the cat. Need him to deliver the message for you? Don't worry. Dell's past show archives are just a mouse click away. So go to DellOnTheRadio.com and turn your speakers up for everyone to hear. Dell delivers his daily Dellisms and liberating unconventional wisdom 24 hours a day at DellOnTheRadio.com. Get your path to retirement at the country's largest wealth and passive income expo, February 27th, 28th, and 29th. Gain one-on-one -on -one access to realtors, lenders, property and asset managers, apartment owners, national real estate syndicators, and trade professionals. Use promo code EXPO50 and get in for just $47. Meet national radio host, multimillionaire real estate investor, and mentor to the top award-winning investors in the country, Dell Wamsley. Use promo code EXPO50 to get your expo pass for just $47 at wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back. Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're talking about global things that keep people from becoming financially secure, 
successful uh, create failure and create poverty, right, in general. Now, this is a very overgeneralized thing for a national view of things or international view of things. I'm just using the words that they're using to try to show you the stuff in life that people are all going to tell you are, are limitations. They're all going to tell you you can't get around. This is why. These are the reasons why the world has poverty. This is the reason why you have poverty. And poverty is in many forms. There's a lot of middle-class people that are impoverished or even some rich people that are impoverished. Poverty is the, the lack of whatever it takes to be completely satiated. And uh, you're impoverished mentally, socially, emotionally, physically, uh, and maybe financially. So they're talking about um, things that stop you. So we went over the two that I thought were pretty important, the first two, which were education and resources. The third one's interesting, international sanctions, right? Now, let's talk about sanctions, period. I've run up against sanctions my whole life. You can't go into this because you're too old. You can't go into that because you're too young. You, you're not the right body weight to fit in this contest. There's sanctions on everything. You can't train this way. You can't be on that team. You're not a part of this club. You can't get into that. Everything is designed to keep the people they want to win to win. What do you do? You go around them. You just beat sanctions. That's the way you beat it. I remember one time I wanted to be on the Olympic team, and they wouldn't let me on the Olympic team because it was a very very close-knit family-held thing, this team. So what did I do? I went out and got my own guys, created my own team, and we beat them, kicked them out. Now we control the Olympics, right? So it's just a matter of you don't let that stop you. I remember um, I had a septic system that was illegal, and they said, you can't have the septic system. I didn't build it. I just inherited it. It had been purchased. And I said, okay, no problem. What do I do? And they said, well, there's nothing you can do. I said, okay, what about putting in a sewer? And they said, okay, you can put in a sewer, but, you know, so I put in a sewer. And, and once you had a sewer, you don't need a septic system, right? So, you know, it can't be done, can't be done, can't be done. You can't pull out a certain amount of money on your credit cards per month. You can't pull out a certain amount of money per week. You know, there's all these limitations to everything in life. All you do is you go around them. There's a million ways to get around things, and people want to tell you you can't. Building permits, and that permits, and those permits, and those. And I'm not saying break the law. I'm saying abide and or go around them. In other words, the worst case scenario is I don't own real estate in California because of their liberal laws about tenancy or New York because they're just avoid them. That solves the problem. Go, well, we can't all avoid it. We want to be in California. Then invest somewhere else, right? I may not like to vacation in Houston. It's a swamp. This is a humid, pest-infested swamp. So this isn't where we choose to vacation, but it's the cheapest, most functional place to live in the world, and the economics are unbelievable, and it's centrally located the whole country, and, 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 so we live here and vacation somewhere else. The next one is invasions. We got the invasions of the Chinese taking over all of our colleges. Uh, we've got the invasion of the Asian, or we've got the invasion, I'm sorry, not Chinese, that's Asians. We call that Asians. We've got the invasion of the, um, the Hispanic, South American, uh, Latino people coming in and taking over all our low-priced jobs and, you know, working for cheaper. We've got that invasion. We've got the invasion of the liberals into Texas, which are ruining our Texas cities right now. Um, you know, there's invasions all the time. Why? Because that which is good attracts that which is bad. Do you not understand that? Think about it. If people are coming where you're at, they're invading your space or your business 
It's because it's good. I have a lot of competitors, most of which have been my students before me. And, uh, you know, they go, wow, this is a really cool thing. I want my own. So I'm going to go do my own. You know, th that's invasion. That's invasion of your product, invasion of your privacy, of your information, your, you know, whatever. You just, you get around it. You get by it. You live with it or you move. Number five, internal riots and protests. Boy, I tell you what. When you have internal rioting within your business, it's time to clean house. Or it's time to find out what the problem is and eliminate it. I remember for a year or two, we had just the edgiest staff, craziest problems there were. And it really came down to like two people. There were like two or three or four. I think there was actually, we fired one, two, three, four people that were creating and instigating all of the problems in every division. I mean, we have 50 to 100 people working for us. And four people who, by the way, were all friends and all worked together to instigate the negativity just about took my company down the tube. I fired all of them. People were appalled. Man, these are your four main people. <laughs> Get rid of my four main people. Guess what? My company doubled in business. Membership quadrupled. Boom, boom, boom. Everything was wonderful. Sometimes the best thing to do in life is get rid of that internal, internal um, protests and uh, riots and whatever they're calling it. But you know, unrest, any internal unrest has to go. Uh, number six, personal reasons. Uh, we discussed that one yesterday. Physical disability. Hey. Peter Nierman is quadriplegic, and he is still successful. So um, I understand because of my physical disabilities over the last couple of months to a year uh, how hard it is, but it still can be done. Number eight, no family support. Never had any ever to this day have I had family support. Number nine, ill health. Had it for the last five to ten years. Almost everything go wrong with me has gone wrong with me. I'm still successful. Uh, number ten, lack of planning. That one you can't overcome. Number 11, rampant corruption. Happens all around you all the time. We run into corruption. Employees run into corruption. People competing against us, trying to steal our stuff. Corruption is out there. You fight corruption and you eliminate it, right? Uh, and number 11, foreign aid. Lack thereof. Hey, I don't need other people's foreign aid if I've created my own aid. So the only one left is lack of planning. And my friends, I want to solve that for you. I want you to sit down right now and plan to come to Lifestyles Unlimited right now. Sit down, make a plan to come to Lifestyles Unlimited because we can help you put together that plan that will change your life forever. And you know what I say all the time. It's not about more money. It's not about the money. It's about the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation.
The information and opinions you hear on the Dell Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Dell Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Dell Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Dell Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Okay. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.